This is Steamboat Ricky, and you're listening to Another Digital Citizen. Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Ladies, woohoo! And pom pom, gentle, hee men. Welcome to another digital citizen. Could I hear my whistling there <laughs> at all? Barely. Yeah. Hi, from everybody. <laughs> like that was. I, I didn't know what noise to make, so I was like, uh, "Whistle," and I was like, "Oh, that's a shit thing to do in a podcast." <laughs> well, it wasn't a great whistle, or at least maybe, maybe Skype dampened it or something because it sounded like a, uh, a very weak whistling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You wouldn't be a very um, good horny wolf in a cartoon from the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Uh, well, we should talk about uh, a little thing we did with the Trivial Theater. Look, tell the audience about this. Uh, yeah, we did a video with Triv on her channel, um, talking, or what, doing a little riff on uh, Killer Raccoons 2, which we t- yeah. talked about on the show a long time ago when it came out. But we did a little riff track style thing on it on her channel. So if, if you want to go to Trivial Theater with an R-E, right? I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. On YouTube. Go there. and I'll link it in the description below. So go click the link and check out that video and all the other videos she has. And we've got other videos on there too other that we've done in the past with her. But yeah, go check yeah. her out. Subscribe. Um... If you get a chance, hit the like button, all that good stuff. Share it. Share yeah. it with people. You think that horny wolf from the cartoons is now co- copyright free or just just that Mickey Mouse bit? You, you can't say the name. We need to blur that out. <laughs> I think you could that's say it. the name. I don't. Uh, no. No, you're not no, allowed. No, not even allowed to no. say it. It's like Voldemort. Oh my god, you did it again. How? Oh my god. Or Beetlejuice. <laughs> Oh my god! Or Candyman. <laughs> oh no! Please! Stop it! I, oh, I'm so scared! <laughs> what uh, What are they saying in the mirror again? Oh, uh, yeah, what is that? Uh, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary? Yeah, uh, welcome to the first episode of 2024. It is going to be hard to say that, but I am going to practice a lot, so it's okay. Uh, it is episode 430. That means that we're 10 episodes away from being blazed. For being blazed? Okay. From We are 10 episodes from when we were blazed. Oh, I see. From 420. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. I was, I was very confused by what that meant, but okay. <laughs> uh, we're definitely not, not going to do a tournament this week, right? We're, we're going to do a, a uh, yeah, we're going to do some tournament-based entertainment today. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to do the be- biggest scandal of 2023 tournament. Um, but that's not really the name, is it? Uh, the biggest scandal of 2023 tournament? What is it called? Yeah. Oh, right. It's called... It's what do we Jeffrey call it again? Epstein Memorial, Memorial t- <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> right. 
something that is kind of fitting this week. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little bit on the nose this week. Right, that's a good point. <laughs> Apparently, Tex Avery, a lot of them are are uh, are free domain. Why haven't we made a Tex Avery horror movie yet? Um, sorry, that was yeah. a little bit off topic. No, no, I saw I saw a trailer for Mickey Mouse. Uh, oh, I said it again. Uh, horror movie coming out. So Steamboat sure Ricky, right? Yes. Did you see it? I haven't seen. I heard about it. There's apparently multiple movies already in the can because people knew this was happening, so they were already right. yeah ahead of the schedule. Uh, we're going to watch the trailer at the end of the show. Okay. It is. It is something. Um, but yeah. Uh, like you said, we are doing uh, the Jeffrey Epstein Memorial. Uh, we should say why tournament. we call it that is because yes. the first time, <laughs> the first <laughs> year we ever like... did it was the same year that he died, and it happened. Yeah, literally a w- the same week we did the tournament, and it kind mm-hmm. of overshadowed everything else in the tournament, and so we decided to leave it out of the tournament and just make the tournament yeah. uh, in memoriam of a horrible scandal and a horrible person. Right. Yeah. Because we both agreed that that would have won, so there was no point in putting it in. Because what's the point of doing yeah. a tournament then? Yeah, when when we agree of the winner before the tournament, <laughs> it was just odd timing. So yeah, that's what we yeah. call it um, of twenty twenty three. So is this the third or fourth time we're doing this? Oh my god, we've been saying twenty twenty three, and I mean twenty twenty four. I have it written down here, twenty twenty three. But it is the biggest scandal of 2023. Oh, right. Okay. My bad. It is 2023. Biggest scandal of 2023. <laughs> it's 2024 now. We can't predict the scandals that have, are coming, Luke. Right. It's only been a <laughs> couple of days. We are that fucking smart. <laughs> it's only been a couple of days and there's already been a, cu- a few scandals already. So, yeah. <laughs> True. Would Jeffrey Epstein again win this tournament is the question. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, at the end of this year. Yeah, it's possible, yeah. actually. In in, in Maramondum? Is that what you call it when people are dead and they win a prize? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like the yeah. he, the uh, what are the, the the award they give the actor at the Academy Awards is like life, right. lifetime achievement. There you go. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or so dead going... dead time achievement maybe would be better for him. <laughs> dead time. <laughs> oh. Pew pew. Uh, okay, I'm going to uh, tell you all uh, what uh, the bracket is going to be. So. We will go with the first, and we're using Know Your Meme, because that's a very good thing. Uh, the first one uh, we will talk about is uh, the British Chinese food TikTok. And uh, it refers to a trend in late April and early May 2023, when TikTok users reported uh, that their For You page was unruly in Intreated with British people talking about what they ordered uh, from Chinese takeout restaurants. Uh, yeah, this also resulted in the discussion between American Chinese food and British Chinese food as uh, British people put fries or chips uh, on their Chinese mm-hmm. food, right? Which people in America were like, what the hell? What is happening? I guess most and of the it- world probably was thinking that. <laughs> right. And it's uh, going against something that's not controversial at all. Uh, the 23, uh, 2023 Bud Light uh, Dylan Mahoney partnership 
uh, with the Bud Light. Uh, yeah, and uh, that was a series of sponsored posts by trans influencer Dylan Maloney. Mulvaney. Including... Mulvaney, thank you. you. Uh, including in video advertising easy carry contact, uh, contest from Bud Light in celebration of March Madness. Uh, yeah, people started began boycotting the beer brand as controversy spread the following days. Musician Kid Rock notably responded by shooting a case of Bud Light. Oh, uh, the campaign and reactions also inspired memes referencing all around social media. Uh, yeah. And, it, yeah, this wasn't even really... Like, she just did one post. It wasn't even like she yeah, was yeah. the spokesperson, which is what they were trying no. to make it out like. Um, the whole thing was a giant... It was really silly, and uh, Kid Rock was very ridiculous. I think he was the most ridiculous in the whole situation, because then I mean, uh, a, a few days I later, saw... apparently Kid Rock owns a bar, and after okay. that whole thing, he his bar was still selling Bud Light. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I saw a lot of cringe posting from people on the right side, where, where they were like, uh, there were like videos after videos of people like pouring out beer they had that they have already bought like fucking <laughs> Bud Light would care if you uh, drink it or not as long as you paid for it. I was like a hundred uh, and hundreds of videos like people pouring out their beer and uh, Bud Light sat there and was like yeah okay do that then don't drink it we don't care we already got you money. Yeah, and there was a whole thing of trying to um, find a, a another beer that wasn't owned by um, Anheuser Busch to like replace mm -hmm. Budweiser for like whatever conservatives, and they they couldn't find one because uh, the company, the actual parent company that owns Anheuser Busch, it's like a beverage. Oh, everything. Yeah, it's yeah. like the major largest beverage company in the world, and basically owns everything without you even yeah. knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is a pretty easy one. Uh, I think it needs to be the uh, Bud Light controversy because it was so incredibly stupid. And just blown way out of proportion. It definitely got way more yeah. uh, airtime than the fries on Ch Chinese food. That was more of an internet meme than anything else. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, second round is Creator Clash. And it's mostly focused on Froggy Fresh removal from Creator Clash 2. And uh, he was a very controversial guy that uh, worked with... What is this guy name again that he worked with? Uh, Froggy Fresh worked with? Yeah, that uh, was his boxing... Um, well, uh, he went... To like Sam Hyde's gym Sam Hyde, yes. once, as far as I understand, or that's what he said at the time that he went there once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Idubs removed him from Creator Clash too, so uh, that created a big scandal, and uh, it also created kind of a backlash for uh, for Idubs later. There is some speculation that this whole controversy made people not want to buy Creator Clash 2, mm. and that's why later he had to come out and say that it didn't make enough money to give money to charity. He had to, like, do some makeup as far as, like, the m money for it goes. But that could have been, like, 
bad business or whatever else. The other thing that happened with the scandal was that uh, there was a whole Twitter beef between Froggy Fresh and his wife, Idub's mm-hmm. wife, Anissa, where she Froggy Fresh was like attacking her mother at one point, mm-hmm. and that was like I think maybe like, I think there wasn't a big problem with like him going and working out at one gym necessarily, but they had talked about that. What is That's what I'm to understand. Mm-hmm. And he had said, okay, I won't do that anymore. But then the tweets happened, and that was like, you know, the bridge too far. Yeah. Yeah, and it, uh, I think also, like, he called uh, his wife a skank and other terrible, terrible things. Right, and uh, the mother and everything else. And then after that, yeah. he came out and really talked shit about all of them. But it, during the time, it was more in the background why mm-hmm. it, it all happened. Because if you remember, we didn't know for like no, weeks and weeks and weeks. Nobody knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's get, going against another fight, funny enough. Uh, and that is Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg fight. Because holy fuck, this is stupid. Uh, and that is a cage match between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg that was suggested by Musk and accepted by Zuckerberg in June 2023. And, uh, of course, this was a big media thing on X, Twitter, or whatever Elon Musk wants uh, to call it today. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Zuckerberg been promoted to do... Uh, a cage fight. The tweet received over 510 retweets and 5,000 likes in one day. On June mm-hmm. 21st, Zuckerberg then posted a screenshot of Musk's tweet in an Instagram story, captioning it, send me the location. So it was all like yeah. over Twitter that they were talking back and forth about this. And then we there was a whole thing of like, we're going to do this in, where was it, Rome? Or it was Italy, yeah. I remember that. So, somewhere in Italy. And then they attempted to arrange a date... I think it was August 26th. It says here, August 6th, 2023, Musk announced via X post that the upcoming fight would be live-streamed on, plat- on the platform for charity. However, Musk didn't put a d- date or time. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, oh, right here. And he said that it would be set for August 6th. Oh, August 26th. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was what I said. Uh. Yeah, and then... But where... I'm trying to find the location, because I know they said a location. Mykonos. There it is. Mykonos, yeah. Okay, that's random, but... uh, And then I on mean, June 22nd, <laughs> UFC President Dana White was interviewed by TMZ Live about the potential yeah. cage match. The interview was uploaded and got 61,000 views. Uh, he said uh, he talked with Elon last night, and both guys are deadly serious about it. That was the point that we were like, this mm-hmm. might be real. Up till yeah. that point, I-, I think both of us were like, this is fake. But then when Dana White yeah. was like, I'm talking to them, and we're in discussions, right. then we were like, yeah. uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it felt very random that he was uh, interfering in this thing as well. Because he's very known to not, like, shoot out bullshit. Like, he likes fights like this. I mean, this would be great (laughs) promotion. Well, yeah, I mean, he's just... He's thinking about the money uh, more than anything. but uh, And promotion for his company and everything else, yeah. I think this is a hard one, to be honest. Because both of them are kind of, like, silly. But I I think my vote will go for Creator Clash 2 just because... I feel that it had bigger ramifications and 
we don't really know the outcome of the Elon versus Suck thing yet. So. Yeah, my argument was going to be similar, except I was going to say Creator Clash 2 was a real event and drama yeah. where Elon versus Suck was all just made up. Like, it, it, right. After a while, both of us were like, is this just like a weird PR stunt? And they're like actually right. just friends doing like a weird kind of um, online uh, campaign, like promotional com- campaign or something to like mm-hmm. get their names out there and make them because they're both very hated right so yeah. Uh, yeah. the idea was like maybe they're just doing this to like you know drum up support for themselves as people right yeah exactly but yeah uh do you agree do you vote for the same as me yeah i think so i think just because it's actually real yeah yeah now we're going to talk about two horrible things that uh, happened uh mechanic manor why don't you tell me about that uh, well, McKamey Manor has been a long time internet uh, lore meme type thing of uh, mm-hmm. this haunted house that has been spread around on YouTube for, I don't know, since I was in college for sure, I've been hearing about it. Um, and there was a Hulu documentary came out, but bigger, there was a YouTube series by Reckless Ben that definitely delved into and uh, put these guys <laughs> on the back foot. Uh, this says, uh, this was from November 1st, uh, Tennessee Attorney General Jonathan Scametti sent a letter to Russ McKinney, the founder of McKamey Manor, raising serious questions and concerns about his business practices in operating an extreme haunted attraction following revelations of a documentary. In the letter, he said his office intends to investigate whether those practices violated consumer protection laws. Um, yeah, it says, uh... You have some tied up, bound, and gag, and they give a safe word. If you don't release them at that point, then you are potentially looking at kidnapping for having them confined against their will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is the documentary out, you said? I haven't seen anything about that. Uh, I think so. Hulu. I, I have at least not seen the documentary. Well, I know it came out because... Um, in the Ben, in the Reckless Ben stuff, he in the last video he worked with the guy, the director of this documentary, to get information mm. because uh, which he couldn't release before the documentary came out because there was like you know, um, uh, they had some kind of uh, NDA with Hulu where they couldn't talk about the documentary till it was released. So yeah, mm-hmm. so I know it's out. It's called Monster mm-hmm. Inside. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Mm. I will probably watch that then. You have not seen it, have you? I'm assuming it came out during Halloween, right? That would make the most sense. So it's probably been yeah. out for a while. No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, it's going against something else that is terrible. And uh, I'm not sure what is worse, the ukulele play or the allegations. I'm going to go with allegations, but uh, that's another thing. Uh, it's Colin Ballinger and her ukulele apology video. What was this all about? I would say this wouldn't even be on our list if the ukulele hadn't been pulled out. But uh, the allegations wait. are the worst part. <laughs> yes. Right? That's the weird part is like she yeah. made the whole thing a giant scandal uh, or b- as big a scandal as it is by her own actions. Um, right. In June 2023, she addressed then recent controversy revolving around her, around her alleged engaging with young friends in inappropriate ways. The video came weeks after YouTuber Adam McIntyre shared experiences of Ballinger purportedly having 
inappropriate conversation with him and other various young children in group chats. I should say he also sent, uh, she also sent him her, like, underwear, which that's not mm -hmm. in here, but okay. Uh, Ballinger's decision, decision to deliver the apology in the form of a ukulele song drew the uh, ire of the internet. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was uh, so good, said absolutely no one. It was one of the, it was one of the greatest moments on YouTube in many years. Uh, the amount of backlash you got for just being so, uh, and so many parodies. She just was so unaware of how cringy and what's spiteful maybe the word is because it wasn't really an apology that's the other thing we should mention she never apologizes in this ukulele apology video she just like uh defends herself and like says that uh what does she say everybody's just uh on the hate train or whatever she said toxic gossip the train. toxic gossip train mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's yeah it, it was just all toxic gossip that she did um by sending her friends nudes to underage minors. Oh. Exactly. And that friend was also who? Trisha Paytas. Yep. Yes. Yeah. They were like yeah. best friends and they had a podcast together even. And yep. that was the really big thing that like nobody even really talks about anymore. But that's like an actual yeah. crime that she committed. Yep. Like being yep. creepy with people on tweets and like there's one thing where she had her fans send her pictures of them with tampons right. in their mouth right like that's creepy but it's not necessarily illegal weird, but it's not criminal yeah. right <laughs> sending of underage fans nudes that is a criminal offense right and definitely nudes that you were not allowed to send forward like she didn't have pretricious uh, it doesn't matter if you have permission or not they're they're minors no, no, but right it, well it, it matters a little <laughs> I, uh, in the case of sending nudes to a, a minor, it doesn't matter. If she was no, sending no. it to regular, like, I adults, agree. which she, she did also. She also sent those same yeah. things to adults because the whole pur purpose of her sending those also was that she was a horrible person that was making fun yeah. of Trisha's nude body. So she's yeah. also just, like, horrible in that sense also. Like, yeah. she was... The horrible was on so many levels with this woman, and then she yeah. puts out the ukulele apology. It was like... Yeah. Uh... She she definitely was homeschooled. We'll say that. I think she is a very, 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 very uh, contentant in our semifinals. I really think we should bring her through. What what do you think? I think it might be her year, to be honest. She dominated this see. year as far as a, uh, a good chunk of the last half of the year. As far as controversy on the internet, she, she was, you know, she was yeah. there. Yeah, everybody was talking about it. We'll see if it's her year. Uh, then we will talk about Sniper Wolf, my favorite YouTuber of all time, said uh, six years old me. <laughs> she's so pretty, though, bro. She's a pretty lady. Is she? Yep. I don't think she's that pretty. Okay. I said it. Uh, but yeah, she docks. Jack's films and uh, how did she do that? Well, she showed up in front of his house and filmed it. That was so fucking smart. And not only that, 
in the filming of it, she antagonized him to come outside, saying that he was like yeah. a wuss or something. Um, uh, yeah, sending this to her millions of fans on Instagram. <laughs> this was in June 2023. Uh, due to Jack's criticism of her unoriginal React-style content, with uh, tensions escalating after Jack's film... Jax Films began a campaign to get uh, YouTube to, uh, oh, to, you know, just say Sniper Wolf's content was bad. Mm. Uh, she denied the accusations of the doxing, saying she only came to his house to talk to him in person. Uh, wasn't the other thing she said that I don't even know how to dox? I don't even know how to dox people. Right. So I that was her defense. Know about dox. <laughs> what? The literal fuck. I, oh. That woman irritates the fuck out of me. Uh, well, and not only the doxing was... That was the big part of the controversy, but that was, like, the end of the controversy. The br the beginning of the controversy was that she was being promoted by YouTube when she was doing this content that was just mm. basically stealing from other creators without giving any kind of um, promotion to the original poster. So she's just mm -hmm. stealing content, and then YouTube is like, look, this is our... Uh, what we put out as, like, the best example of what a good YouTuber could be, um, that was the beginning of it. Then people went into, like, oh, th she, actually, her content is just stealing, and she's, she's really not a good person, because she doesn't give credit to anybody and just makes tons of money off of other people's hard work. Mm. Uh, that was the beginning of the whole controversy, right? Um, mm -hmm. and that's what caused her to go and do the doxing, and then after that, um, there was more controversy, because... YouTube took a long-ass time to decide what they were going to do <laughs> about her literally yeah. uh, doxing another creator on their platform. Or I guess it wasn't on their platform, right? It was on Instagram, so maybe that was the thing. Yeah. Okay, and it's going against... Uh, ice cream! Click, click, click! Uh, I'm trying to be an NPC streamer. That is the worst parody I have ever heard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm a cowboy. Uh, Woohoo. I'm a cowboy. Woohoo. Yeah, Pinky Doll is my, probably one of my favorite streamers of this year. Uh, uh, talking about people that is actually very pretty. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, she got super famous doing this and a meme overnight i have to say but it it is a part of a bigger problem right bigger problem i don't know it depends on what you mean by problem. problem i don't think it's a problem it's just a trend more than anything but people the controversy i guess was that specifically pinky doll but there were other uh npc streamers that were doing it that uh she had an only fans and that using these NPC streams, she was trying to kind of usher people over to her OnlyFans to give her money. Um, you know, by getting her famous to begin with. Uh, but right. my my whole thing to that was always like, well, she didn't, she didn't know it was going to blow up as big as it did. That wasn't her f fault, right. right? So the point is like, yeah, maybe she, that was the the end result was that people ended up going and looking at her OnlyFans, but I don't think she started out with that idea. But um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? No, I don't think she started out with it. I I think she milked it after she became famous. But uh, that's that's another topic. Like she used everything 
<laughs> she had for it, but uh, I don't blame her. Like, fucking, I would just have done exactly the same. And as far as and the NPC trend in general, people, there was mm -hmm. definitely a controversy as to whether it was a fetish or not. Like, whether there was a thing of, like, people wanting, having a fetish of trying, of being able to control another human, and it's mm -hmm. like a, a control fetish type thing, of whether that was good or bad to have on TikTok, which is, of course, for, mm -hmm. you know, a, younger people are more on that app than older people. I don't know. Yeah, there was controversy f with NPC streamers, for sure. Mmm, coconut so good. Mmm, coconut so good. That was better. Uh, but I think... I think Sniper Wolf is bigger. Uh, that one's... I mean... I think they both got national attention, believe it or not. Yeah. I don't think, like, worldwide attention was brought to both these things. But the Sniper Wolf thing, I think, is more scandalous, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the NPC thing is is interesting, but not really a scandal. Well, I think there were scandalous things about it, right? Yeah. Because, like I oh, said, yeah, yeah. With the whole, like, um, is it, a, uh, is it a fetish thing? That's definitely right. scandalous, but I don't think there was any real... Uh, Somebody having their life put at risk with the sniper wolf mm -hmm. thing, yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, ice cream so good, gang, 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 gang. Uh, okay. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. Uh, little Tay uh, was a thing. I, I, I kind of we we want to go back in the time machine and maybe introduce people to Little Tay or, like, where she really came from? Uh, well, Little Tay got famous for flexing, uh, on YouTube, right? I think she got big yeah. on YouTube and to start out with. she got super famous because she was on Dr. Phil. Yeah, um, and then this year, August 9th, a post on Instagram of the teenage influencer Little Tay announcing the death of her of her, her and her half-brother, fans, mm. of course, questioned this, leaving skeptical comments on the post because she was known for trolling in the past, so people were like, mm -hmm. this got to be a troll. But other people definitely believed it. I remember uh, Tozy came out with a video, like, right away where he actually was, like, in tears because he thought... He was so sad. That, uh, you know, oh. a 14-year-old child had been had maybe... Mm, unalived themselves because of yeah. yeah little tay told tmz that she wasn't dead and that her account had in fact been hacked fans did not appear to be surprised but the news yeah. came as a relief to many um details around the story were developing but reflect a larger story of young influencers seemingly have having never having complete control of their public identity what actually ended up happening is we found out was her father behind this whole thing, right? That's what I remember. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, that family is all shitty, to be completely honest. She totally disowned her father at this point. Uh, yes. I remember she came out with a music video, and right before that, she was like, that whole thing was my dad, and he was controlling mm -hmm. my life, and had like a... Had my, was controlling all the money I'd made on the internet and everything, and just really was not a very good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else that has had a year with no controversial uh, things at all is Will Smith. Holy fuck. I, I'm at the point where I 
almost, and I said almost, feel sorry for him because most of this is his own fucking fault. Uh, but uh, there were some allegations of him being um, interested in uh, his own sex, to say it mildly. Uh, his uh, former friend and assistant brother, Bilal, uh, on Unwind with Tasha K podcast alleged that he had walked in on the actor having anal intercourse with a, uh, another actor called Duane Martin and that Will Smith has a small penis uh, for some reason they had to add that yeah yep, uh, that was very important in the aftermath of the incident his wife Jada Pickett Smith told the press that Smith intended to file a lawsuit regarding this claim I haven't heard anything about that since nope. um but yeah, this was all in the wake of other developments within the Will Smith Jada Smith oh universe, so where much. we had found out that Jada Smith, while when the slap happened, the the slap yeah, around they the were world, not married, and that and then she talked all the shit about him that she was like, "Why did you do that?" Uh, like, yeah, yeah, uh, she really put him on blast, and then this guy came out right after that, adding to all the drama for sure. And then she released a book, like, yeah, no, this has not been Will Smith's year at all. I mean, he more or less created this uh, himself, but, uh, yeah. I don't believe anything this guy Brother Bilal said, though. He, he, no, His book was a total was total nonsense, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the rest of it, and this was just one little part in, in, a, in a bigger book. And then yeah. the, uh, Tasha Kay is also totally unreliable as well, so both those people right. are not exactly uh, somebody you should be listening to. Um, I'm not sure here. What do you think is... I'm going to let you vote first. Well, they're both big stories. They both got headlines. I feel like the Will Smith thing was more like a TMZ thing, not really like mm. a... Um, scandal, scandal. Yeah, no, it, you weren't going to see that in The Guardian, but the yeah. Little Tay thing, I know it went you know, international. And mm. that uh, people uh, that one really captured people just because she's so young, more than anything else. And that she was, you know, uh, there was a chance that her and her brother died at the time. Mm. It was, that's pretty scandalous. The Will Smith thing is scandalous, but very unbelievable. I don't know, what do you think? Do you mind if I made make a little like uh, thing here for why we should vote Will Smith on? I think I think uh, that if we see it like I I have a timeline line that's like after the punch uh, and uh, the Oscar punch. That whole year was uh, also like awful because that was in the beginning of January, if I don't remember incorrectly, or very early in the year. And then uh, Chris Rock came out with his special this year, like last year, sorry. Uh, and then uh, the sex book, and then there was this marriage thing, and Jada Pinkett Smith milking her, her husband for, for like sympathy for her. Yeah, it's. I feel, I feel, the Will Smith thing has have longer. Uh, well, the thing is, you're you're putting in things that were happening in 2022, not 2023, though, because like yeah, the slap and I all that, that stuff was like yeah, 2022. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely get that argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Let's um, move a little. Tay. 
I think uh, Will Smith is definitely a bigger act, like a bigger celebrity, so that could like definitely mm-hmm. sway you. But I think it's a lot of the uh, the scandal itself is like yeah. kind of silly and very unrealistic, right? I guess. Yeah. 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 No, I I t- totally get that. Okay, let's talk about something weird. Uh, UFOs, uh, because the U- U.S. Uh, recovered non-human bi- biologics uh, from UFO sites, former Intel official says. What was this about in July? Yeah, this was the three military veterans that testified in Congress, um, including former Air Force intelligence officer who claimed the U.S. government had operated a secret multi-decade reverse engineering program to recover vessels. He also said the U.S. had recovered non-human biologics from alleged crash sites. But while this topic of Little Green Men did not come up, much of the discussion centered on improving processes in reporting UFOs. Uh, yeah, that that was the big thing, is uh, this guy David Grush, who went from being part of the Pentagon's UAP task force to being a whistleblower, told the House Oversight Committee that National Security Subcommittee that he had been denied access to some of the government's UFO programs, but knows the exact locations of UFOs in the U.S.'s possession. So, mm. that way, I mean, we had heard in the last year, I want to say, there was all the videos that were released of UFOs. And I, I want to say that was on our probably on our list last year, right? Don't you think? I'm not mm. sure. Um, no, it wasn't. But maybe it was, no, it so wasn't. maybe it was yeah. the year before that that that, that all happened. Mm-hmm. But this year was the year that they actually had hearings, and this was the biggest uh, reveal, I think, of the UFO stuff from this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we are going to talk about maybe one of my favorite memes of the year, because holy fuck, I love this. Uh, it's Richmond North of Richmond by Oliver Anthony. And uh, for people that had uh, forgot all about this because it happened in August, I haven't. It, the song went to number one in the U.S. iTunes on all uh, genres within days. Uh, and what made it really uh, put on this list is that they used the song on the Republican uh, Party discussion for who should become president and after that Oliver Anthony said hey guess what that song was all about the guys that was on stage (laughs) I have absolutely no sympathy for them whatsoever (laughs) it was definitely a thing at the time so I understood why they brought it up but even he the Oliver Anthony guy came out afterwards and did in in a YouTube video saying that he found it funny that they were talking about it like it was, uh, like they enjoyed the song, even though he's it's a song talking about how he hates those specific people, that, those yeah. people on the stage, right? Yeah. Um, then there was the irony is pretty thick on that. The biggest controversy, well, obviously, the song itself was controversial because of the lyrics talking about how, um. Poor people who are overweight shouldn't get food stamps. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was one of the bigger problems with the song. There were some other bad lyrics in it, but that was the one people yeah. took most offense to. Uh, and, of course, the uh, references to the Jeffrey Epstein Island. And the annoying where... part, it was kind of catchy. 
the song yeah. itself. That was another oh. annoying part. It was kind of a catchy song. I, I love the song. I really, really love the song. Like, I have no problem saying that whatsoever. Also, the controversy that he was an industry plant was going around yeah. um, because he was being promoted by, you know, certain right-wing people out of nowhere. He just kind of appeared, mm. and but being promoted by these very high-level Twitter users who were all kind of all related. Uh, they all worked with each other in some way. Um, mm. There was one Twitter user who said, turns out Anthony, or Oliver Anthony is Chris Lunsford. He lives in the rich, rich Richmond suburbs, suburbs and works as a, a desk job as a sales in sales at a construction company. Even uh, every detail about him is a lie. He didn't even write that song. The only true part is the he owns half a million dollar plot of land uh, in Richmond. Okay. Now. I don't know if that's true or not. Who cares? But um, Marjorie Taylor Greene loved uh, the song, so there's also that. Okay. And Matt Walsh. <laughs> yeah, they all really love... But that was part of the controversy, that oh, the Matt yeah. Walsh thing, because they, he, Matt Walsh was working with a guy that was helping promote this song, and so it was yeah. all like a... It, it seemed like, we'll say that, that there was a big uh, conspiracy to promote this song... For whatever reason, yeah. Right. Oh, gosh. Uh, I I think the Richmond, North of Richmond should win, but that's me. I'm biased. Um, I, I think I agree with you, just because it was at the debate. Like, I don't yeah. think if it was at the debate, it probably would have even maybe ended up on the no. list. But because it got so to the debate, it seemed... Uh, it just... Uh... It really put it in uh, contention for being like this. Uh, what's the word for it? It, it? it was it was like almost trolly in a way that they put it on way, the yeah. debate. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Especially when the lyrics were about people on on the stage. Right. Totally. Like, it and, was and 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 the people on the stage were like, "Oh, I love that song. It's so good. It's about the Democrats." And and he goes like. No, it isn't. It's about all politicians. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So we're going with... I'm just going to call it rich men. I think that's probably... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you going to shake, 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 Luke? I, I'm going to... Uh, yeah. Shake... Uh, conga line? Conga line. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Taylor Swift and NFL Travis Kelsey have been quietly hanging out. I don't know how quiet it has been, to be honest. Uh, in September, uh, on September twelfth, twenty twenty-three, um, Pop Base posted a side-by-side image of Taylor Swift and NFL player Travis Kelsey writing, "Taylor Swift and NFL player Travis Kelsey have been quietly hanging out." In quotes. Um, garnering over 100,000 likes in two days. They also provided a link to a Messenger article about the two hanging out where anonymous sources is quoted as saying, Taylor and Travis have been hanging out. She saw them in New York City a few weeks ago. Okay, then this turned into a whole thing with, like, people getting mad at the NFL for Taylor Swift being at games? Oh my god! Or even we were so upset, like people were booing her when she was on camera. Well, there was one part where she wasn't. It wasn't even her on camera. It was like an 
advertisement that was on the big screen for her Eras tour, and the whole mm-hmm. stadium bore, booed the commercial, and she wasn't even so there. Stupid. She wasn't even really yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and there was a controversy as to whether this was all just a big um, PR stunt also, and that these two weren't actually right. dating, that it was all just uh, a PR for both the NFL and her heiress tour, and possibly f- helping this guy out a little bit. You know, he's he way more famous than he ever would have been before this. I had never, ever heard about uh, him before uh, Taylor Swift dated him, so yes. Right, and the in the... What are, do you think he's on the Chiefs? Their game, uh, game started getting way more atten- attended, and people were buying tickets just to see Taylor Swift right. there. So there was a whole controversy as to whether this was all just a big PR stunt. I think that was kind of laid to rest when she was shown to be hanging out with his mom, right? That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the funny memes that came out of it. Uh, Ian Lane uh, tweeted that YouTube star Ethan Hawke. Uh, Ethan Klein, sorry, have been quietly hanging out with Taylor Swift, according to sources. <laughs> and then there was, like, Taylor Swift and Mirage from Apex Legend have been quietly hanging out. <laughs> Things like that. Uh, so funny. Okay. Uh, well, let's uh, talk about something very much serious. Russell Brand sued for sex allegations. Holy fuck. Uh, this went up and down and up and down, and now again it's been up. Uh, this has uh, been something he allegedly did in 2011 on the set of Arthur, one of the worst movies ever made, by the way. Uh, but yeah, this has not been a good year for Russell Brand. Uh, the woman accused Brand of being visibly intoxic- intoxicated in July 2010 when he made eye contact with her and, quote-unquote, pulled his erect penis out of his pants and opened in an open and obvious manner uh, to, that everyone on set could see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obtained in court documents. Brand was not disciplined for his behavior. Jane Doe alleged that Brand's behavior was treated as acceptable in the uh, corporate defendant employees on set saying that like nobody did anything about it um yeah yeah he definitely this was the like he isn't on i don't think he did he get kicked off youtube also i think he did right i'm not sure let me look it up i'm pretty sure that is what happened let me I know he was big on YouTube for a long while. He almost come, became a little Android Tate. Uh, he's been demonetized. Okay, but he wasn't. Ah, okay. He wasn't banned off the. But he was fully demonetized. Okay, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going to make an argument for the Taylor Swift thing being bigger because. Taylor uh, Swift. I think that yes. would be the, yeah. the first argument. Because Taylor Swift. I, I read an article this week that was it. What, what did it say? Um, Taylor Swift, uh, the effect on ta- uh, the Biden campaign by Taylor Swift, or something like that. Like right, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's affecting everything a, these days. You have an argument against Taylor Swift being Taylor Swift? No, well, no, no. I think it definitely was a bigger controversy. I think the Russell Brand thing was kind of only in internet space. I mean, people knew about it because he's also a big actor, 
but yeah. he had fallen off a long time ago as far as in being in the public eye. He's only really known on uh, right-wing weird platforms. Yeah. Hey, look, who's Kevin Leonardo, and why are we talking about him? Kevin Leonardo, also known as the coolest Kev, is a content creator on TikTok and YouTube, best known for his story time and educational videos. Educational, okay. <laughs> that's pushing the word epic. Well, that's why his video was never kicked off of YouTube. It's because it was edu considered educational. Because he's what? he's showing you how to do it, bro. So he's educating you on how to how to nair your butthole. In uh, June 2020, 25th, 2023, Leonardo uploaded a YouTube video titled Removing Butt Hairs Using Nair Cream, A Visual Guide. See? Educational, bro. Visual Guide. The video refers to educational explanation and demonstration of how to put nair cream on your posterior to remove hair and prominently features Le Leonardo's exposed anus. <laughs> okay. Super educational. So the big controversy was obviously that YouTube kept this on the site. No, why is that <laughs> controversial? I don't think because the controversy was play. even really the content itself. It was more that, like, yeah. why... There are certain things that YouTube gets mad at that are so silly to get mad at, and they kick people... Yeah. or demonetize videos for the silliest reasons sometimes, but this gets kept up. And that was, like, the controversy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then we're going to talk about some else YouTube drama, and that is the Mr. Beast versus Rosanna Pacino creator games controversy. Take me through this. This was a very silly one, also. You, uh, Mr. Beast and Rosanna Pacino creator games controversy referred to uh, YouTube cooking influencer Rosanna Pacino's accusations that Mr. Beast a.k.a. Jimmy Donaldson, edited her out of the top three spot of his Creator Games YouTube video and game show, uh, originally posted in December of 2021. In late October 2023, Pensina revealed she had ranked higher in the video uh, and that the edit had made it appear during... Uh, oh, the edit, edit had made it appear... Uh, what? Why is this... Oh, she said in a Trisha Paytas interview that the the edit made it her appear that she did worse. After leaking messages between her and Mr. Beast, in which he can be seen trying to resolve the matter privately, Pansino, um, so she released all those text messages, Pansino suddenly deleted all of her discreet, uh, tweets discussing the video and issued an apology to Mr. Beast. Um, and then she then uh, deleted the apology later. Yeah, wasn't that the part of the controversy that... She, like, took back the apology? Well, she just deleted it, and, uh, yeah. Let's see. Well, what was the exact... Because there was... She put out one video, or she put out the original post. She went on H3 and talked about it, and she went on a couple other podcasts and talked about it. Um, then she posted a thing saying that she was mad at Mr. Beast fans for attacking her, and that it was all true. She deleted that, and then put up the apology, and then deleted that. Right. So she, like, doubled down and then went back, back on everything. Yeah, yeah. back Uh, Yeah, the Mr. Beast thing is better. No one has heard about the butthole near guy. That's very online, for sure. Um, yeah. 
It was a funny controversy, though. It was definitely, if you were paying attention to YouTube, kind of um, censorship and things like that, you would have known about it, right? But other than that, yeah. maybe not. I think the Rosanna Pancino thing was just also very funny because she, uh, nobody really knew what the hell she was complaining about most of the time because she like acted like, um, she acted like some kind of like sexual assault happened, but it seemed like she had just been edited out of a video, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now it's going to be a little bit faster. Uh, we're in the semifinals. First semifinal is uh, Dylan Mulvaney against Creator Clash. Two, I'm going to vote for Dylan Mulvaney. That has bigger uh, ramifications, uh, I think, than Creator Clash too. I think it's definitely a bigger scandal, like in the sense that just more well known as far as media goes. Yeah, and yep. um, people are still making like. Right-wing people are still up in arms about this somehow, even though it was, like, months and months and months ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin Belcher versus Sniper Wolf. I will let you go first. This is a tough one. This is, like, the queens of controversy. Uh, I agree. Bracket. Yeah. I feel like either one of these two could win. To see them go against each other is, like, a little crazy. Um, I agree. Both of them should be in the finals. Let's see. Uh... Uh, gee, I, I think they're both pretty even, but I'm, I'm leaning Colin Ballinger just because the, the apology you, video, <laughs> yeah. was so ridiculous, right? Yeah. Sniper yeah. Wolf never did a ten minute ukulele solo, so I think I'm gonna go Colin <laughs> Ballinger. <laughs> it was a we never mentioned that the video was ten minutes long and she played the uke the whole time. She did a yeah. breakdown at the end where she changed up the the tune. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm loving Colin Ballinger here. Okay. Uh, Little Tay Not Dead versus against Richmond, North of Richmond. I'll go first. I think Richmond, North of Richmond is bigger. Little Tay Not Dead is not talked about enough. I think uh, Richmond, North of Richmond is a bigger thing. I think Little Tay is more scandalous, though, don't you think? Yeah. So this is a tough one for me on that front because the, Richmond is more discussed. Little Tay is a little more scandalous. Hmm. So you're saying Richmond? That's what you're going with? Yeah. Um. I can I I can I I mean I can be persuaded to go the other way, but I I think so. I I I buy your argument that Little Tay is a bigger scandal, but I. I feel like it was so. I wouldn't even say a bigger about. scandal. I would say more scandalous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the the Richmond thing. It definitely was a big story, but it was. Yeah. I don't know that it's just a song. I guess there were scandals around the song. Uh, yeah, I guess I could agree with you. Mostly just because yeah. it was on the debate stage, uh, as a, like a topic. That was. I think that's definitely a thing that can put it over the top. Okay, uh, then we have uh, Taylor Swift and the NFL thing against the Rosanna Mr. Beast thing. I'm going to go with Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift. Jeez, it is... Is it a... Like, it's scandal... Like, I don't know. I I definitely followed the Rosanna Mr. Beast thing way closer oh, personally definitely. than yes. I followed the T-Swift thing. Um yes. 
but it is Taylor Swift, and it's the NFL. But Mr. Yeah. Beast, is Mr. Beast, like, a bigger creator than the NFL? I don't know that he, he's definitely not no. bigger than Taylor Swift. But would you say that no. Mr. Beast has more sway than the NFL does? That's hard. That one's a hard part. I do think so. Yes, but Taylor Swift beats him. <laughs> beats Mr. Beast. Okay, yep, that's what we're going with then. <laughs> okay, it is the semifinals. Uh, no, the no, what, what quarterfinals? Do you call it that? Um, yeah, quarterfinals. Right. Yes. So Dylan Milvoni against Colin Bellinger. Jesus Christ, this is actually very hard for me. Yeah, the other one I don't think is going to be super hard, uh, but this one, no. I mean, the Dylan Mulvaney thing definitely was more in, like, the the international, or at least the American news. I don't know about your news there in, like, Norway no, and stuff like that. No, it was a lot of it here as well. Um, mostly just because of the whole trans angle of it. The Colin Ballinger mm. thing definitely got a lot of media attention, but I think the... I don't know. The Dylan Mulvaney thing had more, but it really wasn't yeah. like a real scandal is the other thing. Colin Ballinger thing was, was scandal, scandalous. Scandal. Scandalous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're dealing with children and everything. The Dylan Mulvaney yeah. thing, it was like, this is all a nothing burger in the end. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think my vote goes for Colin Ballinger just because of that. I think I, think I totally agree with you in the site, guys. Of not internet, Dylan Mulvaney was a bigger thing, but it wasn't scandalous. It was to like moron right wing people who don't yes. understand like how how a uh, branding and promotion works or like advertising. I guess yeah. people who don't understand how ads work. That was who it was scandalous to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the most easy one, I think. So Which far, yeah. Yeah, Richmond North of Richmond against Taylor Swift. I'm going with Taylor. If it was Little Tay, I think Taylor still would have won, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I think so too. Okay. Um. Okay. I actually did not think Taylor Swift was going to get this far, but <laughs> I think we both know the winner of this. But let's do it. It is the finals. It is Colin Ballinger against Taylor Swift. I'm voting for Colin Ballinger because that's actually a scandal. Taylor Swift isn't really a scandal. It might I'm... all just be a PR stunt. We don't even really know. Yeah. But the yeah. Colin Ballinger thing just really... It was her year. It was Colin's yeah. year to be a horrible person, right? Yep. Now the question is... Congratulations, Colin Ballinger, on winning the... <laughs> the Jeffrey Epstein Memorial <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> You're in. You're in good company with last year's winner, Andrew Tate. <laughs> I was just going to say. That. <laughs> now we can discuss who would have won between Colin Ballinger and Andrew Tate. Last year's winner, who he he won over Kanye West uh, last yeah. year, so that's saying a lot. Um, oh my God, this is actually pretty hard. Andrew Tate has I definitely think. fallen off this year. Um, oh, definitely for we sure. Have nothing. Because uh, Romania court case has not started yet. I mean, when that starts, I think we will probably hear more. But right now, he's still doing a podcast. I know that because I see clips from it occasionally. So, right. Yeah, I don't know who would win that one. It's like uh, pe two people endangering children. So it's hard to tell. 
Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. And uh, if you want to hear about other scandals, I'm sure there are books about scandals. Where should people listen to books about scandals, Look, If you want to get a free audiobook about a scandal or any other kind of audiobook, you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. Get a free book and a 30-day trial of Audible, and it'll help us out. Cancel any time, and you get to keep the book. Okay, back to somewhat normalcy. No, Tron tells the truth this week, but uh, we will talk about TV around. We have watched the same two shows this week, so this is going to be pretty easy. Yeah, let's start with you, Hakusho, Hakusho first. Um, mm-hmm. A live-action version of an anime, which was from the 90s, I believe. It's a pretty old anime, because I remember watching it when I was very young. Uh, yeah, and I have never, ever seen a single episode of this. 92, I, yeah. 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 I w- and I didn't know this was based on anything. I remember watching this on um, Cartoon Network, I believe, when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. And I never watched it religiously, so I never like knew the whole lore of it or anything. But I saw episodes here and there. The So I knew kind of like the concept of it. And this seems similar, at least from what I could gather. It's got an interesting storyline. It's about what a world where um, there has been a separation between... Is it hell? It's not really hell. It's like the... It's the underworld. It's the... What's the place from Stranger Things called? That It's that. Yeah, the upside down. The upside down. There's it's yeah. it's got an upside down in it, and uh, a hole gets open to the other side, and things are mm-hmm. escaping. And this guy gets hit by a bus, but is then taken by a couple of gods and said, "Hey, you need to fix this, and we'll bring you back to life if you do that." Yeah, so, and that's, you will yeah. become a spirit detective. So, so that's the story of it. Is not only he's got to fight all these demons, but he he needs to stay alive also. Yeah, yeah, that's his whole goal, to be with his family. Um, uh, yeah, this whole show was really good. I thought the. I am going to say something. Holy fuck! This surprised the fuck out of me, of how good it was. See like, the thing. I went... going into these things. I'm always expecting bad special effects, right? Yeah. 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 And the special effects there are fucking amazeballs. Like really, really good. Uh, I watched it dubbed. Uh, it's a Japanese show. I'm sure the good. Uh, it's better in in undubbed. I didn't really matter. The dub was uh, okay enough. But uh, yeah, no, I I I really love this uh, show. I I told you that it would probably be on my top five best shows of 2023 if we had seen this before. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that was so on the line, it could roll yeah. over to the next year if you really wanted it to, I suppose. Um, but there's so many shows to go that who knows if you'll even, you know, remember about mm-hmm. it. But, uh, yeah, I think the special effects were good, the acting was good. The dub, it seemed like, just from watching it, that uh, they were speaking kind of half English, half Japanese right. also. So, yes. it might have been okay without the dub, but... It was fine, mm-hmm. and I think anybody would enjoy it, even if they haven't seen the animated series. I think you'd still yeah, like, like me. could like this yeah. show. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like me, I haven't seen the animated show, and I 
I had a blast, and also it's just five episodes. It's super short. Oh yeah, did because I had suspected that maybe they split the season in half. Did we no, ever look okay. that up? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I looked into it, and they didn't. No, this is this is the first season. Oh okay, five episodes. Yeah, interesting. That's kind uh, of a British I, thing to do. Yeah, I gave it a nine point five. Oh, that high? I gave it a seven point oh, yeah. five. I mean, it was good, but uh, I loved it. Yeah, it, it's good. Yeah, I wasn't blown what away. Wasn't, I guess. Yeah, what wasn't that good was fool me once. Uh, this was a British show. Um, yep. But it was on Netflix, right? Yes. It had uh, Michelle Keegan in it. Uh, Richard. Armitage uh, is the two most known people from this. Uh, And it's about Maya that uh, 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 sees her or or thinks that her murder husband isn't murdered. And uh, yeah, she all of a sudden sees him in a baby monitor. Nanny cam thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I did with this, I watched the first episode with you, and then I watched the last episode. <laughs> I didn't see anything in the middle. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, actually, watching the, I saw the first two episodes, but it, the, maybe I will skip right to the end, because it does have a kind of an interesting mystery happening, but it's yeah. production-wise, it feels very BBC, British t- television show. The, whole, the yeah. other thing that me and Fro were making fun of when we watched it t- the first episode together was like... Mm. Every house that they go to in this is like because it's England would be like a twenty million dollar house. Like these people yes. are are like Teachers. some of the richest people in the world apparently. But yeah. she yeah. is in the military. That's her job, right? And yeah. also like teachers are super rich in this TV show. Oh, and the right? detective guy. He also has like and a super nice house. Super rich, yeah, yeah. Which we don't know what his wife does. <laughs> All right, we, we. But everybody else, we do know what they do for a living. So. Um, it, that part was kind of, you know, you have to suspend disbelief for sure on that. It's based off a book from 2016 yeah. by Harlan Coben. So, yeah. And I have read the book in 2016. Don't remember anything about the book. <laughs> okay, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. I have read it, but uh, because I'm a huge Har- Harlan Coben uh, fan, I have read all his books, so it's also like he produces 500 books a year or something. But right, okay. Yeah, so, but uh, I didn't think this was awesome. Uh, it also have has uh, uh, the lady from Absolute Fabulous in it. As the mother, uh, as a yeah. Villain. That was fun. Um, yeah, I gave it a 6.5. It had a good cliffhanger at the end of episode one, and that's about yeah. uh, that. That really is the only thing that would make you hooked and want to see more. But you mm-hmm. know, it's very bland, and I think uh, I've seen this story a number of times, the same exact yeah. like tale yeah. told already. Yeah. So yeah, I'd give it a a four. Oh, oh, that's low. Okay. I think the production value of it was pretty low also, is the other thing. You know, it's just very yeah. BBC looking. Yeah, you know looking. what? I'm going to go down a grade and give it a 5.5. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. It did have a fairly interesting story, but like I said, unoriginal. All right. Well, let's go well, to China. Not as interesting as this. Oh, my God. So, uh, before we go into this, uh, 
the World uh, Championship in Lightning and Bliss Chess uh, was uh, this New Year's, and woo woo, uh, Magnus Carlsen won both of them. Oh, okay. Uh, very, very fun. And in preparation of that, I was Googling a little about chess, and uh, I found this article about a Chinese champion that was stripped of his title. Why was he stripped of his title, uh, Luke? The Chinese chess champion lost his crown after being accused of showing extremely bad behavior, in quotes, by pooping in a hotel bathtub <laughs> as he celebrated his win. <laughs> It says that the, in the art in this article specifically, and I saw in some other articles that it's to celebrate the win. But I don't think that was. I think that's a misleading headline. I think he was probably celebrating getting wasted, and then that yes. happened as a result of him being super wasted. He pooped in a bathtub, and that. Uh -huh. um, however, Yan was stripped on the of the title on Christmas after his victory ce celebration ended with him pooping in a hotel bathtub. <laughs> This has since fueled rumors that he had cheated in the tournament by using anal beads as well. So that we're, yeah. back, we're back to that again. Yeah, because uh, the Guardian, uh, the uh, Chinese uh, uh, representative said, based on our understanding of the situation, it's currently impossible to prove that Yan exchanged in cheating with via anal beads as speculated on uh, social media. Yeah, that would be probably a little hard to uh, uh, investigate now that he has shit in the bathtub. Well, it says that he consumed alcohol with others in his room on the night of the 17th. <laughs> he defecated in the bathtub in the room he was staying on the 18th. Uh, Yang has denied the allegations, claiming he suffered from diarrhea after drinking alcohol and couldn't make it to the toilet in time. This, I yeah, because I, I don't understand by the fucking bathtub or anything. I just don't understand why he didn't just clean it up. Yeah, I, like why didn't why did the 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 hotel why was the hotel even involved in knowing this happened? Just clean it up. <laughs> I don't get it. Hey, look, are you? A tiny bit worried that you will be on the Epstein list. I am. Uh, I'm definitely not worried about that. Um, so... I'm super worried about that. Okay. That I am. Yeah. All right. Well, <sighs> Jimmy Kimmel says he's not worried, but Aaron oh. Rodgers, who apparently is a NFL quarterback, uh, said Tuesday uh, that he was, I guess. Jimmy Kimmel said Rodgers had spoken recklessly that his works could be put on Kimmel's family in danger. Uh, the NFL quarterback in a conversation said that Kimmel uh, mentioned Kimmel in a conversation about Jeffrey Epstein. What did he say exactly? Where's the quote? Uh, there's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, that are really hoping that list doesn't come out, is what he said about on, on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday. Yeah, and then uh, Kimmel wrote in uh, a response, Dear asshole... <laughs> For the record, I have never met, flown with, visited, or any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained vacos like yourself can't seem to disguise from reality. Your reckless word put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. I mean, defamation... It's hard to pr uh, prove, uh, it, mm -hmm. and I don't know that 
the family thing has anything to do with defamation, but uh, it's interesting. It definitely, they both went back and forth on Twitter, and then Jimmy Kimmel went on a show last night calling him uh, Aaron Rodgers a tinfoil hatter. Okay. <laughs> and saying that it okay. might be time to revisit a concussion protocol. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah, it's funny, uh, I guess. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. The whole... I think... I, I don't... I haven't heard the clip from the Pat McAfee show, because I don't know what that is, but uh, was that... Maybe that was a joke to begin with, or was he being right. serious? I think this Aaron Rodgers guy is a known, like, anti-vaxxer and stuff also. So, right. Yeah. You know who Pat McAfee is, right? No. He's uh, the WWE guy that had a match at WrestleMania and all the things. Oh, the guy that was like the really bad announcer the year before? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I do. Yeah, this guy's a dork. Yes. Okay, Move Around is also going to be extremely boring because guess what? Me and Luke have seen the, the same movie there as well. We didn't see it together, though. We, did, we saw the two TV shows together, but this we saw on different sites, and I didn't know he had seen this. Uh, but what movie have we seen, Look, The Holdovers, uh, which got added to Peacock this week. Um, mm -hmm. So if anybody has Peacock, you can see it there. It's It was a good movie. Um, yeah, I liked it. This is about a... a it's kind of about, what, three, four characters. There's the mm -hmm. teacher, the student, uh, a chef. Um, oh, and then the groundskeeper. No, the janitor, that's what he is. Mm -hmm. And they all get stuck... Uh, over Christmas break at this all-boys school. So the teacher is obviously stuck there because the student is stuck there and he has to keep I mean, tabs on him. And then the uh, the chef has to be there to cook the meals and the other guy has to be there to clean up after everybody. But they kind of mm -hmm. start to bond with each other and what... Uh, it's kind of a... It's a tale of uh, growing up, but at the same time... Mm -hmm mentorship because the one mm -hmm. teacher is mentoring this young kid who's having a hard time obviously his parents aren't there for him on christmas so yeah yeah this was uh, on uh, trivial theater's uh, list of uh, best movies of this year and uh, that was the main reason why i watched it because uh I really wanted to see what she liked about it. And I really, yeah, I will say it was good. It wouldn't be in my list of uh, best movies of the year, but uh, I, I thought it was good. I think she said at the time that it was like, it connected with her uh, on, a, on a specific level emotionally mm -hmm. because of uh, things. So, like, I can understand that. It definitely had, like, a kind of a deep meaning to it about, like... Um, mm -hmm friends and family and just like connections and everything else uh it's kind of a very indie feeling thing i mean it's got paul giamatti in it so of course but right the uh, i thought it could have wrapped up a little bit better the ending but i i enjoyed the ending was so so but i i think it is such a gem i really liked it it's uh, like she, she said that maybe this would be a Christmas movie, and I, I totally agree. It's totally a Christmas movie, mm -hmm. uh, and I very much liked Paul Giamatti. I like he's he's amazing in everything, and he he does a very good 
uh, uh, role here, and it it, it is definitely a holiday, holiday tale with heart. Like, but it's not like it doesn't feel like Hallmark at all. Sure, but yeah, it, that's true. It, it felt like very genuine, and that's uh, and it's kind of it's it is very like it 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 has a British. Uh, humor and some singers that was well, like very funny mm-hmm. and yeah I, I it's it's very uh, yeah it reminded me of something else that I was like I was thinking of yeah, I think yeah this movie is more about the journey than like the yeah. thing the conclusion or like the even the story told it's more about the journey of these characters so yeah I give it a mm-hmm. an eight yeah I give it an eight point five so okay. Very agreeable there. Uh, we can just go into coming next week, right? Yeah, coming next week. Yeah. News of the week. Uh, TV and movies of the week. We're going to do our top five most anticipated TV and movies of 2024 with Triv, who's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Tron Tells and- the Truth will be back. Yeah. And I will say, next week, we have a very... Big announcement. Yeah, and I think we got it all figured out. Uh, I, I need to finish some of the stuff that we're working on for it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's ready to be announced. We're just not ready to, <laughs> to do it yet. Uh, we, we, but we will we talk about it. tell you about it before next week. We, we promise you we will talk about it next week. All right, Jeremy Round. Uh, well, let's talk about some news since we didn't do really any news this week. Uh, yeah, the Trump. Tr- Jesus Christ! What ballot is he not kicked out of this at this point? Well, we just have Maine and Colorado so far. He's been kicked out of, and they're appealing both of them. Um, so it looks like, and the more than likely, if it gets sent to the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court, like the the um, U.S. Supreme Court is mm-hmm. leans conservative that they would probably overturn it anyways. Um, and so this, it looks like this is just kind of a, a is not going anywhere, but it's possible that this could have uh, some kind of effect on the primary, but we're just going to have to see if the appeals work out or not. But it's interesting that two states have done it already. It, it makes me wonder if more are going to follow suit. Yeah, uh, I uh, I am very interested in this because it seems like that case in the Supreme Court will kind of be the either end all of Trump's uh, way to the presidency or like make way for him. What I heard is that in the appeal for the the main the main case that the defense is not saying that he that he didn't um, do an insurrection. Their argument is that um, under the 14th Amendment, which is what this is all about, that it, it says the word office and that the president isn't considered an office, a body, mm-hmm. like a, a office position. It's like a, part of the military. And that's their argument. Not that... They're not arguing that he didn't do an insurrection, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, yeah, and uh, 
of course, the list. Again, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's list uh, over names will be unsealed today, it seemed. But then they threw a wrench in it. Where he, I mean, there's unconfirmed things that it's going to be delayed, or that it, it was delayed. But in this article from CNBC, down at the bottom, you see that they granted a 30-day extension barring the disclosure of two names, including mm-hmm. the woman identified as Jane Doe 107, which was the big question as of last night, that it might be delayed, was Jane Doe 107, uh, to review her claim that she faces phys- risk of physical harm in her home country if identified. Um so that was the thing, but we're, I mean, let's check it out right now. I haven't, we haven't looked at the news since we, uh, have been recording. Uh, but the thing that we're hearing that, that I heard yesterday is that Bill Clinton specifically, it was leaked that he's in it 26 times. That's what mm. has been said. And we don't know who else is in there, but it's up to 200 names. Um, this is not like the black book or anything. This is just documents of people who were, uh, associated whose names were involved in these criminal cases. Uh, right. the, the group, group case specifically, I think. Yeah. So anybody that's revealed in this doesn't mean they actually had any wrongdoing. It just means that they were somehow involved or even, um, they could even be, uh, that's why the Jane Doe thing is happening because it, it doesn't just mean people who were the bad guys. It also means people who were the victims also. Yeah. Yeah. No, an hour ago, it seems like we're still waiting uh, a little bit sad that we will not talk about it this week. We will definitely talk about it next week. If uh, anything is unsealed and things comes out uh, uh, of this, it will be very much interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, what we're seeing is it, it will be released today, Wednesday, according to CNBC and, uh, yeah, this is from two hours ago, AP News, let's see what they say, um, this is like the end of the show, if you're listening, uh, we're just having, we're, we're doing this now, social media yeah. has been rife in weeks, blah, 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 uh, still the document release has fueled misinformation, blah, 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 Jack, Pat McAfee show got brought up in this. Mm. What do we expect to see? Oh, here we go. On December 18th, they gave them 14 days to appeal. To appeal. The judge said the parties in the case will begin posting some of the sealed documents publicly Wednesday. Okay. okay. So at some point today, we were hoping yeah. it would be this morning, my time, but mm-hmm. that's too bad. We'll talk about it next week for sure, probably. Yeah. For sure, probably. That's a very good. <laughs> they could something could happen again. Like this is Jeff, yeah, yeah. the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Who who knows what's going to happen next with this whole thing? Maybe the court document will go into a jail cell and hang itself. I was going to say we'll... that's exactly the. I was going to say the judge accident. Uh, the judge's <laughs> Tesla drives itself off a cliff for some reason. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we're being bad boys. Bad boys! What's I don't think we're do? the only ones speculating that kind of thing in this case, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you like Tom Scott? Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. subscribe to him, but I watch his videos whenever they get recommended to me, for sure. Yeah, he's uh, quitting, stopping 
making videos for YouTube. That is kind of sad. I really liked him, so I'm I'm kind of sad. I mean, he said he's specifically not making videos for the Tom Scott channel, but he will yeah. be doing like he's got a podcast he's going to continue doing, and he'll probably yeah. still be doing videos with like his friends on their channels mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's not like he's not going to be around. He's just no, done no, doing it's... like that part of his life, which yeah, and it's a little bit sad, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think it's sad for him. He's probably like, no. Finally, <laughs> that's yeah, my, yeah. yeah, totally. Um, okay. Uh, w- yeah, we should mention the trip video came out this week. We probably should have mentioned that at the beginning of the show. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, the trip video. Uh, go check look, it out. Look, look. look. Uh, I think what we'll do is is make uh, an entrance for that instead, and put it in the top. What do you think about that? Well, uh, we're we're leaving this in, so yeah, we can just stick something. We'll just figure out a way to yeah. fit it in there, because um, yeah. we probably should have mentioned that earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. we should. Okay, yeah, so we're mentioning it again, but yeah, this we will record this that after you hear this, so that will not be confusing at all. <laughs> right, this is an edited mm-hmm. podcast, um, but yeah, we we definitely should have mentioned that, and I'll put it the yeah. link in. The description, which I already said in this podcast, but I'm saying it again now. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Beast. That you will say in the future. <laughs> right, we're, this is like uh, that scene from uh, Bill and Ted where they leave the, the uh, tape recorder in the police station. Yeah, Exactly. Okay, the most haunted town in America uh, with Valkyrie Fusely. Jesus Christ, I had fun with that. Who? With Valkyrie and Fusely. It, it's I know who Valkyrie S- is, but I don't know oh, who yeah. Fusely is. Oh, she's also amazingly okay. funny. Uh, this is from the S- Sam and Colby YouTube. Uh, yeah, you really need to watch this. I had so much uh, fun watching Valkyrie being scared. Those guys are making... I'm starting to hear a lot more about Sam and Colby lately, which I know they're the guys who did the Sam Pepper shoot my f- yeah. friend in the he- head prank or whatever. And they mm-hmm. definitely got canceled for a long time, but they're making a comeback, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, the Mr. Beast Solitary Confinement video. Uh, oh, God. I'm surprised there wasn't backlash for this when he gets yeah, backlash for, like, all his other videos that yeah. are less uh, crazy, I guess. But he did it to himself, I guess. Is that the thing that makes it less... Yeah. Like, when you do it to somebody else, it's a little weirder. Yeah. Uh, the royalty family, have you ever heard about that? I've seen commentary videos on them before, yeah. They're very yeah, scandalous. A, very scandalous, but uh, they built a 7-Eleven in one of their rooms okay. to hide from their mom in hide-and-seek. It was kind of funny. What? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. It was it like a... Was there like a ad thing at the bottom for 7-Eleven or something? Yeah, they had so. to have been, right? Yeah. yeah. Um... See, the only other thing I had was the H3 Jake Doolittle video. Did you have anything else? No. Okay. And then we'll, we'll watch the trailer. So get the trailer up so we're ready to do Oh, yeah. That. I'll, I'll look for that. Uh, yeah, this video by Jake Doolittle came out. Um, nobody seems to be talking about it, really. But it was like the most cringy-ass, tri- uh, weird, not, unnecessary hit piece on H3 about... Uh, Pretending to have lupus? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was definitely backlash. It had 
uh, around 60% uh, down votes last time I looked at, like, his the ratio of it. Uh, mm. And lots of bad comments. There were some people defending it, but mostly people were like, this is a just terrible take. Most of it... I mean, I defended it in the beginning. Yeah, I saw a few comments that were like... Yeah. Uh, wow, I watched this once and I totally agreed with you, and then I watched it again and yeah. realized how disingenuous you were being. Cause he... Do you know what? And that's exactly what happened with me. I watched it once, then I talked to Luke, and then he gave me this uh, very good like run-through of the video, and I was like, holy fuck. Luke was 110% correct. He's such a douche in this video. And it was weird that they that he put this video out kind of a hit piece right when they're on break, so they they don't mm -hmm. have time to respond to it. They could have responded to it, but I think H three, uh, they're probably going. We don't want to even give this guy attention. We're not even going right. to fuel this fire. He can just do whatever he wants. And I would be surprised if they even talk about it when they come back from break on next week. Maybe they will just say, "Oh, there was this controversy. Let's move on." They might even make just, like, a joke about it in the intro yeah. and then never talk about it again. Never talk about it again. Right, yeah. exactly. Think, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, it was a very dishonest uh, way of trying to take uh, down Eaton. Uh, and, I, and it worked on me. Like I, I, like I said, uh, the first time I watched it, I was like, holy fuck, this is right done with Eaton. And then I watched it again, and I was like, holy fuck, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you, I think the first time you watch it, you don't see the hypocrisy of certain statements no. because you're just watching it for the first time. But then you, exactly. when you realize you watch it again and you see the things he said at the beginning and you've seen what he said at the end and how it contradicts mm -hmm. itself, that's when you realize... So you have to watch it twice for that realization to happen unless you really are like an H3, like, you know, everything about H3 and everything about Jake Doolittle, which yeah. I follow both of them, so... Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to see Mickey Mouse trap? Oh, did you post it in the chat? Let me get it I up did. first. Oh, I'm in the. Sorry, I'm in the wrong chat. In the wrong chat. In the wrong chat. That's the wrong chat uh, music look. How do you like it? Why does this have Dave Chappelle at the beginning of it? What is happening? I don't know. I haven't seen it, so. Oh, I see. About Sorry. Uh, one second, I gotta mute this. The fucking ad blocker doesn't work. Ad block doesn't work on YouTube anymore because they. Oh yeah, you told me about that. So annoying. All right, <laughs> are we starting at zero? Because there's like an intro to the intro where yeah, we'll start yeah. at zero. Give me countdown. We'll start. Sorry. In three, two, one, play. Yeah, this ad block thing they rolled out uh, is very effective. Okay. I haven't seen this, by the way. I just heard about it. Yeah, I heard about it. I heard there's, a, like I said, there's another one also coming out. Well, it looks bad so far. It doesn't look as bad as Winnie the Pooh, but you liked that, so. Yes. I, I wouldn't say I loved it, but yeah, I liked it. Oh, this is definitely not Five Nights at Freddy. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Okay. That's funny. They had the name Mickey Mouse right there. Yeah. And it's called Mickey Mouse Trap, so... Yeah. This is not at all 
Like, if I have a 16 millimeter projector like that. Mm. Do you go around uh, filming Mickey Mouse? You know, it's a projector, not a camera. Oh. That was Mickey Mouse! Yeah. I'll be right back. I saw Mickey Mouse kill someone. Steamboat Ricky. Yeah. I'm a surprised that they are allowed to just call it Mickey Mouse Trap. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll see if they are or not, uh, depending on if they get sued. Because <laughs> this came out is... This came out yesterday, so... Yeah. Place for... hunting. It looks terrible. <laughs> it does look really bad. The mouse is out. I mean, like, the filming, like, the cinematography, like I said, is better than Winnie the Pooh. Like, yeah. but it just is, uh... Looks very cheap. Yeah, Mickey's Mousetrap. Yeah. What yeah. was that? Why is that that font? What is this font? It doesn't... Yeah, this, I don't know. The, yeah, the font does not fit the trailer. Is there more? They are no. definitely, like, playing on the Five Nights at Freddy trope. It, well, just because it was, like, the pizza place and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's, but Mickey Mouse instead. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Eh. Eh. I give it a... Three. The trailer? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. I it's definitely gonna be a bad movie. It's probably around a three. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's gonna just have some random uh naked women in it for no reason that has, adds nothing to the story already just from the trailer. Yeah. Do you think we should give the people that really listens like to the end end even a little bitter like better hint of what's coming next week? In case they're listening, like, right now. No. No? Okay. Goodbye, okay. everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.